Hey guys, good evening or good morning or whenever you are joining in. I just wanted to discuss a few things, but first let me introduce myself in case you are new to this podcast. My name is Tiffany. I have a YouTube channel called Bless Bears. I like to encourage mothers who are traveling down the same road or a similar road that I have been and um, we weren't supposed to be able to have children, and I am so glad that the doctors were wrong. We have nine beautiful children, ages 18 on down to two. I homeschool, and we have so much going on. It's been um, a difficult year, but we are so thankful because God is just paving a way and just plowing through all of the hard things for me. Um, So anyways, I am just so excited though to talk today about chaos and what it feels like, what we can do about it as mothers. If you feel overwhelmed and like there is no hope, then you are in the right place. Stay tuned. So when I first started out as a mother, of course, like any other mom, usually you don't know what you're doing. And unfortunately for the older kids, they're kind of our guinea pigs, but I really feel like God makes them with such personalities where they just really can handle, you know, being the guinea pig. Um, My oldest three kids really um, are kind of being parented, I would say a lot alike my younger kids, but yet there were some things that I had to learn just because I had never done it before. I mean, there's no instruction manual for saying how you are supposed to be a parent. And so, throughout trial and error, I have been through different seasons. And, you know, life is like a roller coaster. We have our ups and we have our downs. And even though I am considered a veteran homeschool mom, which means my oldest son graduated, I, you know, accomplished something um, big like that. And I can pat myself on the back like, okay, I did it. One down, eight more to go. But even though I have a lot of experience under my belt, I'm still going through seasons that are difficult and challenging. And I don't care who you listen to on YouTube or on a podcast or whatever. No one has it all together and no one has all the answers. That is why we rely on God because he is the only one who does. And I'm just so thankful that he along the journey has given me grace. And so with that being said, I have recently been through a very hard period in my life of chaos, and I wanted to just tell you sort of what the Lord spoke to me and some things that I am implementing, but I think that a lot of people are going through it. Some moms are afraid to talk about it because you don't want to look like you don't have it all together, but let me let me tell you, no one does. And so, therefore, chaos why do we have chaos? What is chaos? Well, chaos, what chaos can feel like. And here are some examples. Suddenly, you find yourself with your kids acting out and you like, you can't understand it. You're like, why are they acting out? Um, that's one, I guess we could say symptom, okay? Um, a lack of peace. Do you feel like you are discontent? Or, you know, you don't want to be where you're at or um, just like you feel very like um, anxious. That's another feeling that you can have when you're going through chaos. Um, Overwhelm. I can say I use that word a lot 
because it just feels like there's so much piled on you and you're just very overwhelmed. So it will feel like overwhelm. It also can be a disconnecting feeling. You can feel disconnected to the things that you used to love. And that could be people or things, hobbies, even it could be, you know, things that you used to do that brought you joy, like, you know, listening to music. That's one thing that I have discovered recently, and I'll kind of dive into that. Disorganization, like everything is a hot mess. Let me tell you, I go into one room to clean it and work my tail off, and I'm not even kidding you. Because of this season that I am going to get through, but I am kind of in it, um, I will go in one room to clean, but because the kids do not have something to occupy them, or I haven't spent as much time with them on discipline, they will trash the next room. And it is so overwhelming. It is so angering and frustrating. And you really want to give up. It feels very, very hopeless. But I'm here to tell you, don't listen to that because there is hope and we can get through this together. And that's part of this podcast is to just be real with you all. Um, I never want to paint some portrait of perfection because that is a lie. Another thing could be disarray. You know, again, that kind of goes with disorganization. The kids' rooms are a complete hot mess. You can't find things when you need them. Does any of this sound familiar? Yes. It has been that year of, I can't find my shoes. I can't find my jacket. We have no school supplies. When I know I've spent like, gosh, hundreds of dollars this year on school supplies, like, It's like, where is the monster that's eating all of the crowns and the scissors and the socks and the shoes? Like, where is he? Because nothing makes sense right now. So that is what a season of chaos is. And there's many different things that can cause it. So let me just tell you my story. The current difficult season that I have been through is because our life was sort of flipped upside down and the family dynamic has changed. So I kind of already touched about this in the last podcast. For me personally, I'm used to having my husband home with me at least part of the day and it has been for a year now. He works two jobs and so I have so much more on my shoulders and It affects my older teenagers because I'm kind of asking them for more help than I'm used to, you know, asking them. It's hard on my husband and there's so much tension from working these two jobs. It's not that the jobs themselves are bad. It's just hard. It's just hard for everyone. And guess what? We as the mamas totally, you may have already heard this, but I will say it again. We set the tone for our house. So when mommy is tired and a hot mess and feels terrible and she's short, the kids are, you know, we know our kids aren't dumb, but let me remind you, they are so smart and they pick up and they pick up on things that we don't even think. I have a daughter, Bella, and you don't think that she is around the corner, but oh my gosh, she will come to me later and say, mom, you said this, blah, blah, blah. What were you talking about? And I'm like, what? Like I had no clue she was really listening that much. Now myself, I'm not like that as much as she is, but she has a really good attention span. And so of course, all of our kids are picking up on what's going on and it affects them too. 
and it's almost worse for them because, see, we're older. Our brains have matured. We've been through some life experiences for them. It's a very scary place of having your home be one way, or maybe you have been this way from the beginning, and it's okay. There's still hope. You can still walk out of chaos. You totally can walk out of this. It's not going to be overnight, and it will not be easy, but I promise you there is hope. So, my husband is working these two jobs. Uh, Basically, he's building up a heating and cooling job, and because there's not steady income with that job, because we're new at all of this, we've only done it for a year, we have to rely on his existing job that he has had. So it's it's not like we have to do this uh, forever. We know that it's temporary. We're so thankful for the jobs that have come in, but it is so hard on the whole family. And for a while, I will say honestly, internally, And I think this was just the enemy because Satan wants us to feel sorry for ourselves. If you're feeling sorry for yourself, you're into depression. And if you're in depression, you are not going to accomplish things. It's just how he works. It's just one of his tools. And I'm not saying that we should not acknowledge. Sometimes we don't know what's going on. In fact, I could say a lot of the time we don't know really kind of what's going on when it comes to the works of the enemy. But if you realize it, he really wants us to feel sorry for ourselves. So for a long time, I, I kind of fell into that just being real and honest and I fell into despair and I just thought, woe is me. I did. And I am now stepping back and realizing my children have been affected by this. They miss their daddy. Yes, I miss my husband, but they miss their dad and even the older kids, you know, and like I said, I've been asking my bigger kids. I have three teenagers. And because my husband is not here to help make a meal, because he is an amazing man. This is why I have nine kids with him, because he is totally a very helpful man. He's not the kind that just comes home and sits down. And he he is a wonderful, like, before he got so busy, we were always in the yard playing ball. If you don't watch my YouTube channel, go ahead and check it out. Bless bears, like the animal bear. And you can see old videos. He is just a very loving, he's just a wonderful man. So anyways, so I want to say that when you're in chaos, I want you to acknowledge your feelings. It's important, but do not listen to the lies. So there's a difference in uh, feelings and truth. Okay, so, but let's go over feelings. So you might feel like what you have, the task ahead is impossible. Okay. And that goes right along with being overwhelmed. Another thing is because you might, you might wake up one day and think, yes, I can do it. And you don't accomplish what you want or whatever. And you might feel like a failure. That's also normal. I want you to know that is normal. Feeling inadequate. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're just thinking, God, you have chosen the wrong woman. Like I cannot do this. I cannot homeschool the kids feed them all the meals, run everywhere, you know, fix up the house. Right now we have all kinds of things that we're working on with our house. We have literally always been working on a home. I have never moved into a home except for the very beginning of our marriage where we were young and dumb and didn't know how good we had it. But besides that part, and I hadn't, I I didn't have kids. I had landed in that home for not even a year. So that doesn't really count besides that time. We have always been remodeling a home. 
constantly. So you throw in remodeling and homeschooling and now a business that I have to answer the phone and make appointments and make sure I get a hold of my husband and make sure he goes to these places and there's just so much extra communication and things going on in my brain. It is insane. And I will say, I have been told by inter internal thoughts, the enemy, whatever you want to call it, okay, that you're inadequate. But God does not make a mistake. Let me tell you, God is not wrong. He cannot lie. And he put you where you are because, yes, you can. And Satan doesn't want you to realize that God, God has plans. And he has equipped us with everything that we need. And I think the problem is social media is such a hard thing. I am, oh my gosh, like I have a lot of confidence because I've done so much. And I don't mean pride. I mean just like I have confidence with how to handle a newborn baby and like all of these different things because I've done it over and over, okay, is where I'm coming from. But you get on social media, you know, Instagram, Facebook, what do we post? Most people are posting their very best pictures, they're edited, everyone's teeth look white, you know, it's just, it's hard. It is so hard because even though you don't realize that is affecting you, I'm telling you, it is affecting you. Okay. And I did appreciate when Instagram, like one of the trending things was showing like this picture of someone's living room and how clean it looked. But then they showed you like right before it looked like a complete, you know, disaster or on the other side of the living room, they pushed all of their junk and nasty stuff just to make the picture look good. And they showed you reality. That's really what all of us are going through. Unless you're like an OCD clean freak. And I've noticed with people like that, if you're so obsessed with cleanliness and doing all of the things, you're going to make yourself and your kids miserable. Um, I'm all about cleaning. I'm all about organizing. But we can take it way too far. So anyways, that's kind of off on a bunny trail. But you can feel very angry at yourself. And that is one thing I have dealt with. You're just so mad. Like you could have done this. You could have done that. I wasted time doing this. You know, whatever. Um, and you could be mad at others. You could be mad. I'll be honest for a while. I had to get through it and I am totally over it. And even though my husband did nothing wrong, except be this amazing husband, I kind of was mad at him. I mean, I know it makes no sense and it sounds so selfish and stupid, but we're being real here. I was kind of mad at him. Like, how dare you work both of these jobs and leave me with these kids and leave me into, you know, and let me just say, in case you didn't listen to my last podcast, we've had four miscarriages in a year and a half. So I know, you know, yes, we have nine kids and oh my gosh, you must be crazy, blah, blah, blah. But doesn't matter. It still was devastating to us to lose a child. Um, we lost one that had its heartbeat, but then there was three other like early, super early losses where you would have a few positive pregnancy tests and then they kind of fade out. So I had that going on and I had so many feelings and so many emotions. I was, I was mad at my husband um, and it wasn't good for the relationship. I had to do a lot of praying and oh my gosh, when I would, you know, it kind of humbled me just to see how much he has on him and that he's doing his very best too. But that's kind of how chaos will feel. It will feel impossible. You might feel like a failure, inadequate, angry at yourself and others. Mm -hmm. 
So let's talk about solutions because we see the problem. There is a root cause, whether it may be something completely different than what I've told you about what's going on with me lately, because I've been in different valleys and they're not all husbands working a lot and kids are acting out because they miss their dad and I'm a hot mess. Like there's been other situations where I've had chaos and it was completely different. So just insert whatever is your issue. Um, And this is kind of like doctor appointment stuff like, you know, you see symptoms and signs in a certain way that you feel and underneath it all, there is a root cause. So again, just don't waller in despair, but very much, you know, acknowledge, journal, do whatever you got to do to at least realize like, hey, I have a problem, there's something going on and we need to fix it and here is part of our plan. So one great thing is to write things down. I used to not do it. I mean, I'm I'm busy. I mean, you know, it's so easy to put something on your phone. I'm telling you it's different. Get yourself some pen and get a pen out. I can't talk right. And paper and just jot it down. Okay. So you need to make, and when you're writing down things, feel free to brainstorm, feel free, you know, journal, do whatever you want. I have a book that I bought at Target. I didn't even, I mean, I'm, we're not rolling in money, but I didn't care how much it costed because um, it just was so inspiring. So it says you are capable of amazing things. And I want to say something. There's this big movement of like me time, me, 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 you deserve this. You are enough. And it's never sat right with me spiritually. Um, I have a hard time with that because it's almost like you think you can do it all. And, um, kind of shuts God out, like his goodness and what he does for us. And so, yes, we're capable of amazing things, but I attribute that to God because he gives out wisdom and help when we need him. And it says in his word, he does this. So I trust him. But anyways, it was uplifting. I was like, I got to have the book. Um, So anyways, but get yourself a notebook. I mean, it could be cheap as a dollar at the Dollar Tree or, or whatever. Just get some paper. I like having it in a notebook that way it's together and um, you don't lose your pages or whatever. But you need to start writing down some small steps of, and everything's going to be different. So for instance, with me, one of my small steps is getting a schedule started. I've had schedules in the past and I actually have a lot of them. I would like Um, I have something called Pick Collage. It's an app. I'm sure most of you have heard of it. I use it for, oh my gosh, so many things. And I've made many like lists of like chores, you know, Leland's chores for the day or his, you know, schedule and I've printed it out and things, you know, ebb and flow and, you know, sometimes kids lose things or you stop or you get off track or whatever. But the first thing that you've got to do, you've got to make a plan. So, Part of what is going to help me, because everything is so chaotic, is we've got to all have a path for the day. If you do not have a path, you're going to get lost. And a schedule, I know you might be cringing, thinking, no, but we homeschool this way and our house is very laid back. That's fine. You do. You can be as detailed as you want at 7.15 every day. We are going to sit at the table and have breakfast. And if you can stick with it, power to you. If not, you could have a routine, which is kind of like a schedule. You know, first we do this and then we do that. I kind of like having both. You could do a block schedule. So like in this two hours, we're going to do all of this stuff. 
however it works. And listen, if it doesn't work, try something new. Okay, so another thing that you need to realize is when you're tired, you do not think correctly. You have to do whatever is in your power to get as much rest as you can because when you're stressed, it taxes your adrenals and our body heals itself at night the most. Um, This is off topic, but even intermittent fasting is a really good thing for your body with stress. It actually helps. I don't mean fasting all day long, but I just mean cutting off a certain time when you eat. Um, That's also beneficial for your health. But rest is so vital. And what I have done is I have chosen when you're wanting to, when you're getting all excited and inspired that you want to do things differently, we'll get so excited about all of these ideas and you will want to do them all at once. Don't do that. Do little things, small steps when they are taken, eventually make it to the goal. Big steps, sometimes you can step too big. Imagine yourself taking a gigantic step out. You know how you're kind of unbalanced? You know, if you held your legs from, you know, from the back to the front and you're taking this gigantic step, okay? If you're not able to keep going, you're going to be exhausted. Little steps builds endurance just as much as gigantic steps, okay? So, You need to make sure that you have time in the morning and at night to be to yourself. And instead of calling it me time, you could call it me and Jesus time. You need time to journal, if that's what you like. Pray, read the Bible, write down what you want to accomplish for the day. Send a text to your husband or whoever. Write to a friend, email someone, whatever it may be. You need time to yourself. And I'll tell you what I started doing. And it has been amazing. And I look forward to it every single day. So, number one, I make sure my bed is made. I make it in the morning. At night, it feels so amazing to crawl into a clean, crisp bed. Okay? And then I have a routine. I have a diffuser and I put my, it's kind of like thieves, but it's, more affordable in my opinion. It's called Shield, and I put my Shield and some peppermint oil in my diffuser. It calms me. It smells so nice. I turn on my lamp, which gives a warm glow, and I will either read a book. I'm working on some books right now, and um, relax. Maybe I'll feel like, okay, I will admit, I have like this, I wouldn't say obsession, But I have a huge interest in all of these conspiracy type things. Some of them I think aren't really necessarily conspiracy. But anyways, a lot of you guys may. And I have like this channel. YouTube is censored. Um, A lot of these things are censored. Even this platform here. So I can't like, and I don't even want to go there. And I don't believe it all. But it's so interesting to me to hear other people's takes on what's going on in the world. Okay, from a... We'll say alternative media, whatever, platform. It's so interesting to me, okay? Like, I've watched Flat Earth videos and presentations over and over and over. Now, for the record, I still don't believe that the Earth is flat. I just, I don't. But I think it's so interesting 
seeing why someone thinks it is. And some of them are so compelling. So I will say, sometimes at night, if I'm in the mood for it, I will turn on a video and just relax in my room. I need time to think about something else, to unwind. Um, I do YouTube, so, you know, my new schedule is going to consist on certain nights of the week. I sit at my desk, or I could even sit in my bed because I have a laptop and edit some videos. So, you need to make some goals and do something for you if you like to craft. I'm just saying, I'm exhausted. I don't want to be like doing a bunch of stuff, so I just want to lay in the bed. Um, so that's what I do, and it's so important. So make sure you do that. Make sure you have time at night and in the morning. And that means, here's what that means. The first thing that you've got to get tough on is getting the kids to bed at a specific time. And it's going to be hard, and the first few nights you're going to want to give up because they're going to, you know, unless your kids already, like, go to bed easily, okay? Mine do not. So, with that being said, it was kind of hard in the beginning of this new, okay, it's time for bed, because they would try everything in the world to stall and to be up, and, you know, they're just pushing my buttons, whether they mean to or not, or whatever, it is what it is. And so, eventually, I'm like, this is my time, and I am not tolerating any of this. You guys have gotten a drink. You've brushed your teeth. You've used the bathroom. You're in your pajamas. Your bed is made. You know, blah, blah, blah. Go to bed now. I hug them, kiss them, tell them they're covered by Jesus. Sometimes we do story time. I really am going to implement that again, but again, it will be in our schedule. Um, but lately, it's not really been a lot of storybook time. It's more like just it's time for bed. I love you. You're covered by Jesus. Good night. You know, happy fills and all of that stuff. Um, I want them to make sure that they go to bed feeling safe and cared for and that they know that they are covered by Jesus. And if they have any kind of issues or whatever, we can discuss it. You know, I just, as a child, really enjoyed making sure that I felt tucked in and safe. And so I'm trying to do the same for my kids. So once that is done, though, once that is all done, it is zero tolerance you're not getting up, and they know that, unless it's like dire emergency, because this is now mommy's time, and they have to respect that, and through time, they do. If we are giving them what they need during the day, do not feel guilty at night when you have done everything that you need to do. You feed them, you put clothes on them, you wash them, you take them places, you take care of their health, you, you know, all of the things that we do, don't feel guilty for doing something for you. That is not selfish. That is, you have to, you know, we've heard the saying over and over. You need to make sure your pitcher is filled up before you can pour into other people. And that is so true. So that is one of the biggest things is kids have to have something to do. You cannot throw them to just whatever because they're going to get into everything. And honestly, that is the huge mistake I have made. Um, is in this season of run, run, run. It's kind of hard to implement a schedule when you are running. But things can be done. Where there is a will, there is a way. Necessity is the mother of invention. So invention doesn't mean just a product. It means inventing an idea. And what works for me may not work for you and vice versa. So be okay. Okay, like, you know, we've tried this and you know, it's really too early to do breakfast at seven o'clock. We're going to have to bump it up to 830. I mean, it doesn't matter. Don't be like feeling like a failure. Move things around. 
again, I move things around on pick collage and then I'll just print the new schedule. And if it's not working out, I throw it away. You know, I have an EcoTank printer. It's not costing me a whole lot. Um, so that's what I do for my situation. But you have to be okay when you're making these small steps. Okay, so after you get your me time at night in the morning, at night and in the morning, you have to realize that all these small steps are huge. Okay, you need to be okay also, on the other hand, with not completing a task. For instance, I did this tonight. I was in my laundry room. <clears throat> my laundry room is terrible. It is overwhelming. <laughs> my laundry room is the definition of chaos right now. And so I've just been busy. And whenever I've been home, I have just been tired and I've not devoted time to getting all of that done and caught up. So tonight I worked on it. I worked on it hard and I did a lot. But guess what? There's no way I could have completed it. Even if I work all night long until tomorrow, I probably could finally finish it if I worked like literally and did not sleep at all. But I'm not going to do that. That's crazy. So be okay with not completing a task or a goal. Either just completely draw a line through it and be like, okay, well, we didn't do it. Or, you know, put that for tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow we're going to finish cleaning out the van or whatever it may be. And be realistic. You can't do everything on your list nobody completes all of the things on their list, okay? Now, if you're one of those type A personalities and you have to, then make your list be realistic, okay? For instance, make breakfast, feed the kids. You have to do that, right? That's kind of realistic. So even if all they get is a piece of toast and some jelly and butter on it and a glass of milk or whatever, be proud of yourself because you did it, okay? But my point is, Sometimes we can make these lists and they're so big. Again, one thing at a time. Be proud. And so here's the big thing. Celebrate small victories. Okay? So, for instance, you set the kids down. Hey, guys, we're going to start a new schedule. This is what it means. It means you're not going to be bored that often. I'm going to have all these things for you to do. Our house is going to run well. Things are going to stay cleaner. You guys get to play more. Don't you guys want to like go outside and play more and us do more fun things together as a family? Yeah, of course, everyone's going to say yes. Okay, well, we have to do these things. We have to accomplish, you know, what's on this list in order to have all of this fun. Okay, and so today we're going to work on, okay, since I said cleaning the van. Today we're going to work on cleaning the van. If everyone has a happy attitude and we all work hard together, you know, whatever it may be, then after we clean out the van, we're going to have a tea party with tea and cookies, okay? Tell me who does not like tea and cookies, okay? And if they don't, orange juice and cookies or, you know, whatever, whatever you guys like for your family. Do a celebration because guess what? This is how the world works. This is how life is. You work before you play. Teach that to them. It's a good thing. It's a good skill, and it's true. Um, and also, don't forget to reward yourself. So, my reward at night is to just relax and, again, watch my goofy flat earth theory <laughs> videos or whatever, okay? That is my reward because I worked. I made meals today. 
I did my part. I did the best I could, but guess what? My body is tired, and I'm now going to reward myself with laying in my bed, relaxing, and doing something for me. You know, other things could be a hot bubble bath. Go put some Epsom salt and some, you know, whatever, bubble bath stuff, whatever it's called. I don't know. Sometimes we don't have insane amounts of money to do all of these, like go get a pedicure or a massage. But hey, if you do have it extra, give yourself a reward every now and then of that type of thing, if you are able to. But if not, there's things that you can do at home, okay? I will admit, okay? I bribe my kids. I'm like, I will make you brownies if you rub mama's feet. And <laughs> they're good foot rubbers. They're serving mom. They're doing something kind for me. And they're getting a brownie in return. So I know that might sound silly to you. But you just got to make it work however you can. So you just have to remember that. Celebrate your small victories. And when you accomplish something, make a victory board. You know, if you have a cork board in your home, put a little corner up in the top or post-it notes. If you don't have a cork board, put post-it notes in a certain area. This is our victory wall. These are all the things that we've accomplished this week. Isn't that amazing? You know, Eli, you made your bed every single day this week and mom didn't even have to keep reminding you after, you know, Wednesday or whatever. Yay, clap, make a big deal out of it, whatever it may be. And, you know, you might think it sounds silly, but I don't care how old you are. Everyone likes to be uplifted and complimented or told, you know, that they've done something right. It's so easy to look at all the negative and see what we've done wrong, listen to the lies of the enemy and be in depression and despair. But God said he gave us life and so we can live it to the full or in abundance. And so I believe him at his word. And he says his people perish for lack of wisdom. That just means health or it means like how you run your home or just whatever. So we have to ask him for his wisdom. So besides just me giving you some of my advice on how to get over chaos, also don't forget to go to God first. There's so many times that he has just given me little bits of information that I would have never thought of myself. And it's amazing, like how to maybe rearrange something differently, like tonight, I was in that laundry room and I was so overwhelmed. And I'm just like, oh, take a breath. It just overwhelms me to think about sometimes. But I heard him tell me, put the kids' stuff in piles and have them put their clothes on hangers. I would have never thought of that before. You know, I have like laundry day where I'll do this and that person's um, laundry. Today's towel day. You know, um, my older three kids, they do their own laundry. But, you know, it's true. The little kids can totally do more laundry. They can put things on a hanger. It would take literally not even five minutes, you know, and it's something I could do with them. It's a skill, you know, and it would greatly help me. So I did that tonight and it did cut down on some of the stuff that I had to do. So just little bits of, and you know, when God gives you, and you can be like, oh, that's too hooky-wooky. You thought of it on your own. Okay, whatever you believe that's fine. But from a Christian perspective, and that's really who I'm speaking to, um, make sure that you don't forget to give God the glory because he really deserves our praise to him, even in the hard times. And honestly, like when he sees us praising him and giving him the acknowledgement that he is the one who helps, he will pour out more blessings on you, more wisdom, more help, and more peace that passes all understanding. So I am praying for you. You can do it. It's all right. It's going to be okay. 
And um, I, sh- I want to share my progress. I want to get back with you guys and tell you how things are going. I love these podcasts because I can share so much more than I do on my YouTube channel. I would love to get on there and share more, but sometimes like I'm in my pajamas right now, guys. <laughs> um, but this is a great opportunity to kind of share more of my heart. So anyways, check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day.